You're about to listen to Grace Pills by Reverend Josh Lai, lead pastor at Caris Center International. Reverend Josh Lai is a preacher of the gospel of the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Be blessed as you listen.
see Adam um, or Eve holding the apple. And the tree. And the tree. <laughs> yes. You know, and looking pleasantly at the apple. You know, so most of us grew up understanding that it was apple. Some say it was sex. I mean, we give so many interpretations to it, right? But it is clearly that the tree of life represents God's life, okay? God's way of life, that man should believe. The eating there stands for believe. Praise God, okay? G-D, take and eat. So it represents faith, believing God's word, okay, that God gives life so they will live in immortality. Okay? The tree of knowledge of good and evil represents the the the, 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 the awareness of man of himself, eating, believing himself. So the world is in this pattern, the pattern of two. Those believing in themselves and those believing in the way of life. Praise God. Those believing the way of life are those we call the light the people of the light those who believe in themselves are the people of darkness they are the people in so then in genesis chapter one when god created and you realize that the light came forth it is that pattern amen so when the light was divided from the dark darkness god was giving us two patterns that men are going to be living in you are either in the light or you are in darkness praise god is that very clear? So you are either in darkness or you are in what? Light. Is that very clear? Okay. Now, the epistles always opens us up to exactly what happened. So we are going to look at what happened. As a matter of fact, in Genesis, sin was not even mentioned. Okay. So what God does for us in the revelation of the Christ, after Christ died and resurrected, is that all that was a mystery that we could not unravel in the Old Testament was now opened up to us in the letters that were written to the churches. Praise God. Yeah. Okay, so when you read the epistles, okay, epistles are from um, Romans, okay, yeah, to Jude, okay, you will see everything that is in the Old Testament that is also in the uh, four Gospels explained clearly for you to understand and you know why Christ came, why Christ died, why Christ resurrected, and what Christ has made you and also left for you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Is that very clear? Okay, so it explains everything. So let's go to Romans chapter 5, verse 12 to 19, and then we'll vividly see what happens. Therefore, just as through one man sin entered the world. So what entered the world? Sin. sin. Okay, in reference to Adam. He was that one man. Is that very clear? Okay, so now Paul is opening us up to what exactly happened. That through Adam, sin entered what? The world. Now you didn't realize, you realize that it was the devil who tempted Adam. True or false? But then Bible didn't say that it was the devil that brought it. Okay? Why? Because James tells you that it's the desire of a man that leads them to sin. It means that all this while, although they were in a perfect situation, they were still looking for something more perfect. 
And so the devil used their desire to tempt them. Are you getting the point? So until a man has a desire, they cannot be tempted. Okay. So he says, through Adam, sin entered the world. The word sin there is the word hamatia. Hamatia. Everybody say hamatia. Okay. Anytime you see sin in the Bible, it is hamatia. It's, it's to miss the mark. To miss the mark. Say to miss the mark. Okay. So it means that there was the mark. Not a mark. That mark. And man was supposed to be with the mark. But man missed the mark. So I will explain all of that to you. Clear. Let's go ahead. And death through sin. And thus death spread to all men because all sinned. Hello. So sin brought what? Death. Because sin was separation from God. Separation from life. Separation from immortality. That's why death came. Does it make sense? Uh -huh. Okay? If they had believed God's life, they would have lived forever. But because they did not believe God's life, they now had to die. That's why we die. Is that very clear? Otherwise, man will not what? Die. Man will live in perpetual glory with God. That's why Bible says, for all have sinned and fall short of the what? Glory of God. Okay? Yes. The wages of sin is what? Death. But the gift of God is what? So what did man miss? Eternal life. So the, the when he said man missed the mark, man missed eternal life. Praise God. Can we continue? Okay, good. For until the law, sin was not in the world. But sin is not imputed when there is no law. So it's very clear that until there is a law, there cannot be sin. Because there's nothing to break. Is that very clear? Uh -huh. There's nothing to what? Break. So until you are giving a law, there's no sin. But what he's saying clearly is that man was sinning, but the sin was not imputed because there was no one. So it's like in Ghana, if there were no laws, and then you have a traffic light, and it's red, and you pass through, the charge will not be imputed on you. Because there's no law that says that don't pass through the red light. So although you made a mistake, your sin will not be charged what? Against you. Are you even getting clear? Okay, so man actually imposed upon himself the judgment of sin. So it is not God who imposed judgment on man. So anytime you see people say the wrath of God, the wrath of God, the wrath of God, it is the consequence of man's sin. It is not God. Because in God there's no evil. Hello? 
Now, let's, let's continue. Watch this. It says, nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses. In other words, to the law. So he's using, from Adam to Moses, he's using the dispensation of Adam and the dispensation of Moses. So he's talking about two dispensations. He's not just talking about two personalities. Oh, are you getting the point? So in this, the names there represent two dispensations. Are you getting the point? Yes. In, when, during the time of Adam, it was grace. During the time of Moses, it was what? Law. Okay. Yes. Alright. So, from the time of Adam to the time of Moses, death reigned. So he's speaking from Adam to Malachi. Until Christ came. Are you getting the point? To deliver man from the wages of sin. Which is what? Death. That's why I said death reigned. So what it means is that. Now. Death is not reigning. Why? Because Jesus has conquered death. Hallelujah. He's the only one that rose and never died again. Anybody that is even risen from the dead, when Jesus raised people from the dead, they died again. Yeah. True or false? Yeah. But because of the mission for which he came, to conquer death, which is the wage of sin, mm-hmm. now, death Cease to reign. Praise God. Is that very clear? So, right now, as you sit so, you will die in your body. But your spirit is alive in Christ. Because death has lost his reign. Praise God. Now, what ushered you there? That's what we're going to be looking at. What ushered you there is what you're going to be. Now, what has been done, you can see, so is so magnificent. It's so powerful. But how to be ushered there is very simple. And it is the reason why you can easily take it for granted. Are you here with me? Yes. Let, let's continue. Watch this. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even those who had not sinned, according to the likeness of the transgression of Adam. Say transgression. transgression. Now, now, the word transgression is the word parabasis. Say parabasis. Parabasis. Look, I will explain all of them. Don't worry. So that you can get the understanding very well. Is that okay? Okay, good. Let's continue. So, what it means is that God created things like that in the seed of a thing is its fruit. So, we bear according to our kind. So, even the girls have a proverb that says, for Lufra. It means a crab. Does not give birth to a bed. 
So what he's saying is that things give birth according to their kind. In Adam was now sin, the nature of sin. So now everybody that Adam came through the lineage of Adam, every human being became sinful. Is that very clear? It doesn't necessarily make them sinners. Until there is a law, there's no judgment. Praise God. So the point is that God does not see them as righteous. God does not see them also as what? Sinners. Until they reject the message. Are you getting the point? Until they reject the message, they are not what? And they are not also what? But then they have been born with the nature of what? But they have to either believe or not believe to be counted as righteous or unrighteous. Because Adam and Eve became unrighteous because they did not believe. Oh, are you here with me? Yeah, yeah. Hey, do you understand it? Yeah, yeah. So you see, God cannot move away from what happened in the beginning and then come and institute another thing because God does not change. So if belief was the problem, then unbelief if unbelief was the problem, then belief would be the solution. Yeah. Number two, they must actually have a word to believe for sin to be accounted. Until they don't, until they have the word to believe, there is nothing like sin. They have been born into it by default. Are you getting the point? By default. Let's go ahead. So he says this. Nevertheless, that reigned from Adam to Moses, even over those who had not sinned because of the likeness of the transgression of Adam. Clear. So he's now comparing Adam to Christ. All he's trying to say is not that Adam, Christ will do what Adam did. But what Adam did, Christ is coming to give us the opposite. So he's going to tell us that one man brought us into sin and death. But there's also another man who is going to bring us into life and eternity. So he's going to tell us that what Adam brought us is sin and death. Mm-hmm. But Christ is going to bring us. But all of them are men. Yeah. 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 Because it was man who sinned. Can we go ahead? Yes. OK. 
So watch what he says. That's why he uses but. Say but. But, but the free gift is not like the offense. So he's comparing what Christ brings and what Adam brought. What Adam brought was offense. What Christ brings is the free gift. Oh, praise God. Say free gift. For if by the one man's offense many died. So you see, he said many died. He didn't say all. So it tells you that even when Adam sinned, Adam had a son called Abel who did not do what Adam and Eve did. So although they were born in sin, they believed and became righteous. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God. Hallelujah. So and Cain came from the same womb. But one believed and one did not what? And that changed their destinies. One had a life in eternity. The other died and died forever. Praise God. And will be condemned. On the day of judgment. Are you getting the point? Yes. But they all came from the same womb. Oh, are you here with me? Yes. You see what Jesus said? Two people will be lying on the bed. <laughs> and one person will be picked into eternity. The other into damnation. Oh, hello. Yeah. Is it making sense? Let's continue. For by one man's offense, many died. Much more the grace of God and the gift by Christ, by the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ, abounded to many. Say, abounded to many. Abounded to what? Say, many. Abounded to all? Abounded to what? The, why, the reason why he uses he, sorry, he used the word abounded. If he used the word abound, it abounds to all. But abounded means it's not everybody who receives it. So it's not everybody who will believe. Because the word is to believe. Oh, praise God. See why we have to be radical about preaching the message. We have to be radical about it. Because somebody's eternity depends on you. And if you preach to them and they don't believe the justice of God has been saved, they were the ones who rejected it. Oh, are you getting the point? Tap all those who are sleeping around you. Tap them. 
Okay, let's go ahead. And the gift is not like that which came through the one who saved. He's comparing the two. So it's not like Adam. Is that clear? Yes. Christ's gift is different. For the judgment which came from one offense resulted in condemnation. But the free gift which came from many offenses resulted in justification. Hallelujah. Hey, the free gift of God, watch this, that came from many offenses. By Adam's sin, all of us stumbled. But because of one man, our offenses have now been looked over. And we have been justified. Praise God. And the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one Jesus Christ. Oh, praise God. He's comparing death to what? Life. So reign in life there is not mean they will get plenty money. He's comparing what? Death to life. So he's dead. They will reign in life. What it means? They will have eternal life. Oh, are you getting the point? Does it make sense? He's talking about death and life. So if one would die, it means the other would not want Death reigned. Life reigns. Simple. So please, don't make it plenty money. <laughs> it gives more than money. It gives what money cannot buy. Are you getting the point? Yes. He gives you strength to work for money. So he gives you energy. He gives you ideas. And when you work, for, you work, you will get money. Amen. Are you getting the point? But this one, you can't do anything about it. Yes. You are helpless and hopeless until he comes in. Hmm. Are you here with me? Yes. So don't always use God's blessings to be money. Hmm. When we're talking about serious things, we always think it's money, 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 money. Because your whole mind is money. Money. If we see you sad, why are you sad? I don't have money. Yes. When you see the billionaire also sad, ask him whether it's money. Ask him. Ask him billionaires, they don't get sad. Are you getting the point? So don't let things of this earth get you sad. And unhappy. And live a miserable life. You have that which is abundant. Abundant of God's grace. In eternal life. Did you hear what I said? 
ठगी हुआ है लुक एट एटीन फोर आज थ्रू वन मंथ ऑफेंस जजमेंट केम टू ऑल मैन रिजोर्टिंग कॉम्बिनेशन इवन सो इवन सो थ्रू वन मंथ राइटियस एक्ट The free gift came to all men, resulting in justification of life. For us, by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners. So also, by one man's obedience, many will be made righteous. Oh, praise God! Watch this. There are four words used to describe sin. Write them down. Trespass. 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 Is the word paraptometi. Paraptometi. A stumbling aside, a false step. So Adam and Eve took a false step. Is it making sense? They took what? A false what? A false step. False step. From the way of life, false step from what the will trespass. In other words, there is a way. Instead of walking in the way, they step. They took a step, a false step out of what the way. Is that is that making sense? Is that very clear? Okay, it's parallel. Okay, and the next word used is transgressions, parabases. So they took a false step. Parabases means to step aside. So they stumbled in a false step and stepped aside. So they came out of the way. Oh, hello. They came what? Out of what? The way. Now, if you take a false step and you you come out of the way, you can still come back. Are you here with me? Does it make sense? Uh-huh. You can still come back. You can still come back. So, if you're not careful, you think that Adam and Eve, they just made one mistake, no? And then God said, you people, they did not believe, no. They stumbled. They stepped aside. <laughs> Are you getting the point? They deviated. Watch this. 
Say, say hamathia. Or say hamathia. It means to miss. So, when they deviated, instead of coming back into the path, they stayed there and created the path.
unbelief. Unwillingness to hear. And it is the reason why many have rejected Christ. And it is also the reason why many are in Christ and are still frustrated in their growth. Can I strike the difference? For those who are not in Christ, they are stuck in condemnation because they reject the message of their salvation and their redemption. For those of us in Christ, we have believed the gospel. But then growing into what Christ has made us, most of us have hardness of heart, unwilling to hear. You tell them to pray, unwilling to hear. Go for evangelism, unwilling to hear. Give, unwilling to hear. Come to the fellowship of the brethren, unwilling to hear. Are you hearing me? Yes. So, Everything that Christ has made available for them, they can't get into it. They worry just like the world worries. They behave just like the world behaves. They walk like people without identity. Mm. That's why Jesus rebuked his disciples in Mark 16, 14. He rebuked their unbelief and hardness of heart because it takes everything away. Are you here with me? Listen. Listen very carefully. Look at Hebrews 3, 7 to 9, and then 12 to 14. As the Holy Spirit says, today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion, in the day of trial, in the wilderness, where your fathers tested me, tried me. What is he referring to? Adam and Eve created the pattern. Even when God 
in typification redeemed Israel from Egypt. Instead of moving away from the pattern with hardness of heart, when God had told them, I'll give you the promised land, they rather followed Adam's pattern. They did not believe. So much so that they said, the people we saw, we, we were like grasshoppers in our own eyes. They said, we are not able to take the land. were able to make three million people weep for several days. And as a matter of fact, they started wishing that they want to go back to Egypt. What happened? Unbelief. Hardness. God calls it an evil heart. When a man does not believe the word of God, he calls it an evil word. Why? Because that is the very thing that gave you life. And it is the very thing that sustains your life. You, you're going to see something. Let's continue in the 12 and then 14. Watch what he says. I want you to read it. So watch what he says. Look at what he says. Go, everybody. Beware, Beware what? Beware. So was he talking to believers? Yes. Okay. Beware what? Brethren, let mm, there be in any of you an evil heart of what? Unbelief. In departing from the living God. Hello. Oh, are you here with me? So, you see, Sometimes it can happen in a church where you have a lot of people who don't believe. It's a natural, traditional thing to come to church on Sunday. So we come to church, but don't believe. Are you here with me? May that not be your worship. May that not be your portion. May that not. Because if it will make you lose out on so much that has been made available for you. So much. And I mean so much. So much. Let's continue. Go. In departing from the living God. He said, but what? Exhort what? 
one another word. Exalt one another word. Exalt one another word. Exalt one another word. So you see why the fellowship of the brethren is so important. You see why supernatural relationships are very important. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
So he was with them, but not of them. Am I speaking to you today? Many people think that, how can he? He had the Holy Ghost. He didn't have the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is regeneration. Until you are born again, you don't have the Holy Ghost. Listen to me very carefully. So the power to heal the sick and the power is not necessarily the Holy Ghost. That's why you see people prophesying. You see people healing the sick and doing miracles, but he says, I do not know you. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. Are you here with me? Believe. Say, I believe. I believe. The word of God. God. Say, what the word of God says. It's my life. I depend on it. Don't depend on anything because it is not dependable. Don't. I'm giving you free advice. Don't depend on your money. Don't depend on your beauty. Don't depend on your connections. Don't depend on anything that has a human being attached to it. Don't. Trust him and what he says. And he provides human beings to do them for you. But don't put your trust in the person. Does it make sense? You can only do that by trusting his word. You can only do that by trusting his word. Dead 
burial, resurrection is still a problem. You can write it down. That's what Paul called believing in vain. So that's what he's talking about here. He's not saying that if you if you, you are saved, you can lose your salvation. That's not what he's saying. What he means is that you have heard, but have you believed? That when Jesus died, he resurrected. He paid for your sins. If you are established in that, listen to me, you take the word of God seriously. Because everything comes out of that. It is the root of your faith. It can be the basis for your unbelief. I hope I'm preaching good. Yes. And you are listening good. Yes. There's always a thin line. A very thin line. You can meet somebody who is prophesying. And they can prophesy and everything they are telling you is true, but it's not of God. It's not of God. It's not of God. You see, they saw a young man who was prophesying, a young girl who was prophesying. And they were told, these are the people of the way. These are the people of the way. What he was saying, was it true? Yes. That the Paul turned around and cast the devil out of him. Most of us don't understand the criteria. Mm -hmm. When somebody holds the gospel, which is the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ, in whole, you will see the believer in that person. When that is out of the way and they are looking for economic gains, forget it. Yes. So you see, most Christians come to church. Because come to church, you get the job. Come to church, you get money. Come to church, you get the husband. Come to church, you bear a child. Please. That's not a reason for church. All of us will run and go to Qatar. There's a lot of money there. A lot of rich men there. Their children will not be poor. Several centuries. They will abandon their faith. If that's what the faith is for. But the faith gives us more than money. Oh, praise God. It's amazing how the world loves to be reassured in lies. And I've realized that in counseling. That when you are counseling people and you are telling them the truth, no matter how beautiful you put the truth, they want you to put their lies rather in a beautiful way for them. And they will love it. They love that better. 
They enjoy that better. They feel soothed. That is more soothing to them than the truth, which liberates them. May you be liberated. Amen. Oh, praise God Amen. in the truth of God's word. Amen. May your confidence be in the word. Amen. May your confidence be in the word. In the word. Anytime you see unbelief, rebuke it. It will not do you good. I'm speaking. Anybody around you that mocks the wisdom of God, run away from them. I said, run away, speed. They come to see you and pray, and pray, and then they are mocking you. This is your shalababa. <laughs> and then you laugh. Don't laugh. It's not funny. Yeah. They are taking the life out of your prayer. Mm -hmm. Very soon, you'll be praying, but it will be ceremonial. Mm -hmm. And then very soon, you stop praying. Mm -hmm. Whether she's your wife or she's your husband, don't entertain it. Don't. Don't. Anybody that makes you feel stupid about the things of God must not be your friend. Did you know what he said? He said, exalt one another word. Those are the people that must be around you. Amen. Don't see rather those people as a bother. Mm -hmm. yes. yes. You know how the devil does it. Yeah. And so you see those people rather, ah, they are bothering me. They are bothering me. Tongues, it being with the Did you just reduce yourself like this? That's what you reduce yourself to. You reduce yourself to what you will just show. You say that your whole, the fabric of your being and your whole existence is about what you will show. But you have been made bigger than that. You are breathing. 
that you can't pay for. Are you getting the point? Somebody gives for free. They are big deals of life. How many people have died because they didn't get food to eat? Give me the statistics. Please give me the statistics. How many people? So, listen to me very carefully. Let your priority be on the things of God. Is he saying this because he's a pastor? No. I'm saying this because I'm of Christ. Oh, did you hear what I just said? Yes. I am a believer before I passed out. He told you. He said, seek ye the kingdom of God and its he said, the things in the earlier uh, uh, verses shall be added to you. Somebody said, Man, poverty. Jesus came to take poverty away. No, it's not true. Do you know if you say so, do you know how Jesus came to take poverty away? Do you know how? If your selfishness is gone, poverty will be gone. When, when man fell, the earth did not short material. No. It was man who became selfish. Do you understand the point? Man was created selfless, just like God. Let me end by this. Give me five minutes. How many of you have seen God before? He doesn't crave for attention. Anytime you see God, you are seeing him serving you. You see him in his service. The air he gives you to breathe. The energy you have in your body. But you don't see him face to face. So we see him in his service. Is it true? Yeah. He doesn't come every morning. Hey! That's me. God. No. Seeking attention. No. As a matter of fact, when he chose to come down to be seen, he came as a servant. And died the most shameful death in his life. 
He came to take your sins upon him. To exchange his life for you. Yes. As a matter of fact, we have the pictures of Peter. We have the pictures of James. We have the pictures of John. We have the pictures of Paul. We don't have the picture of Jesus. He operated in sobriety. When he healed people, he told them, don't tell anybody. They wanted to make, a kid, make him a king. He ran away. And when he left, and came by the Holy Ghost, he called himself our helper. Any man that carries the spirit of Christ is selfless. They are not selfish. It is the only way poverty can go. So, he died. So, you rearrange your constitution as a human being. That you don't live from your soul. You live from his spirit to your soul. And then your body will act. In that way, you'll be selfless like he is. When you get something, you share with your brother. You know what to see anybody in lack. You see why the apostles? sold their properties and everything and they were sharing so that nobody had lack because they understand that it is the only way to solve the poverty problem. It's not because they're short of resources. When they tell you Jesus died for you to get money, tell them, ah, if your selfishness is broken, Everybody will get money. Oh, true or false? We'll continue next week. Grace, glorious grace. At the cross, you called it finished. Thank you for listening to Grace Bills by Reverend Josh Lai, Lead Pastor, Caris Center International. We believe the word has begun a good work in you. May God's amazing grace lead you to a peaceful and joy-filled life. Caris Center International, living heaven on earth.